What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Please give a round of applause for yourselves. Because in a world full of haters, you can only be greater. It's your boy, Steven City P. Watson. Back in line with my partner in crime. Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges. Do you need an AKA? Never needed one. And together that will make us. The brothers. Yes, again. All we, right. are, we are back at it again. Another Thursday. Your four the debonair, extraordinaire, and the partner in crime. What's going on, people? Shout outs to everybody there on Facebook land tuning in to us. First of all, popping up Howard Walters. What's good with your Playboy? What's good with you, brother? Uh, we got ourselves an interesting show. For you guys out here, we're probably going to ruffle a few feathers. Ain't no need to beating around the bush with this. We are always going to ruffle some few feathers on this show because that's uh-huh. what we do. We got to enlighten. But first, we got a little something we like to call Town Hall Business. Mr. Bridges, what you got? I would like to give a shout out to all our affiliates. So mm-hmm. we're going to first start out with shout out to WIAN in Memphis, Tennessee. Yes, sir. Syndication. You didn't know we was doing it like that. Yeah. Shout out to Scene Chicago that you can also check out the brothers on. Shout out to iHeartRadio iTunes, Spotify, and all them good podcast engines that you can catch this show on. Because that's how we doing. We ain't nothing but a Google away, people. Yes, Go sir, on and see it. You got something, brother? As always, shout out our residential DJ JMC. Shout out our um, podcast homies and the brothers platform. Uh, Ryan Watkins, we're at my mama's table. Shout out to Reggie Price, where I could be wrong, but I doubt it. And shout out to, of course, the viewers who are tuning in this week. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We wouldn't be here without y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's y'all. Your shout outs out the way. I'm done, man. I'm trying to get into the Oh, you know what? One more shout out. Shout out to a a girl of ours that we know, Miss Kiki. Kiki Harris. I am rocking. We got at you. We see, we see you out there doing your thing with the holistic, with the holistic movement. Keep it moving out there. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm glad you said that, man. She got a retreat coming out, man. Yeah. And we want everybody to get in tune. So what I need you to do is go on Zakia's Harris Facebook page, all right? Mm-hmm. Get all the important information, man. She's specifically doing it for the women. Man, we're going to have our time, but right now she's going to focus on the women folk. Yes, It's yes. about womb healing. It's about cleansing your spirit. It's about learning about astrology. It's about learning about spirituality. So hit up Zakia Harris at her Facebook page, Zakia Harris. You can also catch her, a lot of her videos on the Brothers fan page right now. Be on the lookout for that and keep in tune. All right. And that being said, let's move on to a little something we call what's really good out here in the streets. What's, what's really, really good? good out here, what's man. really good out here? Man, I got about at least four, but we're going to have to run through these real quick. Let's start off with starters. The clapback, the backlash of the little dumbest little nigga I've ever met in my life. Mr. Hey, what you talking about, man? I can't think I want to about these niggas. Man. No, you can't. Not, not this little nigga. Well, it's going to be this Well, we talking about a little nigga by the name of Kodak Black. Mm. Kodak Black. Now, if you haven't heard, Nipsey Russell, of course, Nipsey Russell was shot and killed a couple of weeks ago. God rest his soul. Big up to the homie up there. He actually had his memorial service today. Packed. It was huge. Sold out. That's a lot of love and support for that man. It shows that man was putting a movement together that people need to recognize, honor, and respect. You but apparently... You die, you're going to have a funeral at the Staples Center? That's the plug. And the Lakers ain't doing nothing. No. Nah. <laughs> we'll get to them in a minute. But anyway, 
Unfortunately, Mr. Kodak Black had to just open his little young ass, dumb ass mouth and say something that he ain't supposed to be saying. You know what? I really think we need to start slapping the shit out of these people, you know. And I don't really, I don't think we should kill them. Just slap the shit out of them, man. We should, He's because at this people. point, it's kind of stupid why he said this. Because he said now, we all know Lauren London, his window, is his widow, was uh, Nipsey Hussle's widow. Right. They had a kid together. Um... Kodak Black went on and said that he was going to give Lauren London a year to get over Nipsey's press and N- N- Nipsey's murder, and then he's going to shoot a shot. He keep on talking. He's going to need a year to get out that goddamn coma that them 60s going to Because I don't country. understand why in the fuck would you even open your mouth and say something like that? No, no, it's no. A, it's uh, why in the entire fuck... fuck. <laughs> Would you open your mouth? Say well, see, this also mind. speaks to the this also speaks to the other kind of generation of young niggas we dealing with now. Like these mm-hmm. little niggas ain't got no cool, they got no respect, they got no guile. <laughs> I feel like I'm an old school cat for saying this, but these little young niggas ain't got nothing. They are definitely uncouped out here, man. These little young niggas ain't got shit. Dude. And he already suffered backlash because no radio, all radio stations in LA them pulled all his music. Matter of fact, I think they said he lost hundreds, well, no, millions of streams. Yeah, because of this. Because of this, because he opened his mouth, all because he said some stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to let y'all know, like, look, man, sometimes you need to have a little old school respect. Every now and then. These little young niggas out there can't just be popping off the mouth like that. Exactly. If you got guys like T.I. and the game out there calling, check, trying to call, check your ass. Game already said you're not welcome in L.A. Fuck around, get popped. Kodak, I wouldn't even try that shit. Let's wrap that up because he ain't even worth talking about. Yeah, let's wrap that up. Number two on the list. Oh, Oprah Winfrey. If that's, you guys you ever noticed. That's worth talking about. You don't ever <laughs> notice because if you ever remember, um... Leaving Neverland, I think it was her, you know, little documentary that she tried to pull by Michael Jackson. Yes, that was, was on HBO. She had the accusers on there. And the accusers on there were telling these stories about what was going on between him, them, and Michael. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently they found out that a lot of that shit was fabricated. So fabricated that and for HBO, who ran the documentary, pulled it from syndication and said, we're not going to air this anymore. And for HBO to pull that out of syndication, it means that not only was it one lie, but damn near 90% of the thing was a lie. Man. When did they have morals in television? Especially cable. Yeah, good so you, God. You got to know somebody was telling a heap of fucking lies. And here's the thing that really bothers me about it, because H- that Oprah Winfrey was once considered a close friend of Michael Jackson. So it's fucked up that she kind of had to throw Mike, even when he's dead, almost a decade later that he's dead, that you threw him under the bus. Like, I thought that was your people. He must have owed her money or something. It, and, then the, and the fucked up part was that you didn't even do your research to find out half this shit was true. Well, maybe she thinks she's Oprah God now and that, you know, she can get away with anything. Well, she probably will get away with this because she's got money. But, mm. the same, but she looks really fucking stupid. Because mm. Oprah... You yes. look really fucking stupid. Dumb. You yes. got one. But you know who else looks stupid? All right. Mr. Paul Pierce! <laughs> this got me laughing. So, for those of you who don't know, also, you know what? Real quick, shout out to the big homies, Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki, two basketball legends, retired yesterday. They were a major part of us growing up watching basketball. Yes, we they love were. them. Yeah, man. They they put the work out there. 
Yo, congratulations, champions, mm -hmm. future Hall of Famers. Okay. We all respect them. Apparently, we don't respect Paul Pierce too much when he starts opening up his mouth about critiquing people because he compared his career to being better than Dwayne Wade. The only thing he had to do is be easy. You know, you was riding off in the sunset with your, you know, an analyst job and everybody was respecting you. But come on, bro. But like, no, he had to just say something. Stay in your place a little bit. Bro. He had to jump out of his pocket just a little bit. And say that he had a better career overall than Dwayne Wade. But at the same time, you can't just take away Paul Pierce's whole career. I mean, he was the truth at one point. The brother did win, what, was it multiple championships? Or one. One. Okay, well, I can't give you nothing then, Paul <laughs> Pierce. What? Just be cool, man. Analyst job. You had right? one ring with an all-star power forward, an all-star shooting guard, a potential all-star point guard, Rajon Rondo. You had a solid defensive big man, and you didn't do any. any. Come on, man. That was one. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Dwayne Wade had, like, what, three? Granted, he had LeBron and Chris Bosh the other two, but still, it's three. Mm -hmm. But moving on. And Dwayne Wade got Gabrielle Union. No, actually, oh. that's a diss. Because I don't understand how Dwayne Wade can, like, watch, like, being Mary Jane. Because, like, when... When Gabrielle Union's on being Mary Jane, she's like getting tossed up in a lot of positions with different men. And I know that my ego could not handle seeing my woman get tossed like a salad and not in the literal sense, because that, that looks bad. I just watched Beer Mary Jane and somebody bent her over in the shower. I would probably have a marital issue with that. But we can move on to something. I mean, well, Lala did it on power. Carmelo Anthony, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I don't know how y'all do these things. I, I just can't. I'm... Money talks. That's what happens. No, man. I, uh... Money talks. We should have segued to that one because that would be interesting. Because the thing is, also, one more thing. I got to give a salute to a Mr. Magic Johnson. Because yeah. I don't recall anybody quitting a job with so much brass. Because that man just said... Hey, Called a press conference. I thought the brothers was gonna be better than this. I I, I got to, <laughs> I got to go. Uh, it's it's. He literally, man, that's exactly what he did. He just. I'm out. It's showtime. <laughs> that nigga just peeled out. He hey, just said, I know just, the season over, but right. Just, I, I he called out. a press conference. They <laughs> have all the reporters talking about. So hey, Magic, what do you? So what do you have to talk to us today, Magic? I'm out. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I quit. Did you tell LeBron? Hey, nah. Nah. He'll find out when he sees the press conference. <laughs> what about uh uh the owner? Oh, she'll find you out when she sees. Well, She'll find out. It's magic. I'm just not happy, but I'm happy now because I ain't running this show all that long. Hey, fade to black. This nigga is crazy for that one. <laughs> man. <laughs> but you know what? You gotta have some real money and some real brass. To be able to do some shit like that. Mm -hmm. Cause that was some ballsy shit. <laughs> this nigga been battling HIV all his whole life. Yeah. So uh, apparently this nigga got a lot of courage. She said, fuck so, it. Wow, that was terrible. Damn, that was really <laughs> bad what you just said. I'm sorry. Wow. We Man, just lost we are love losing people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, we might as well keep the train rolling right now. Because yeah. apparently we got to talk about our topic of the day. And honestly... I believe that a lot of people are going to have a lot of mixed emotions. different, yeah, mixed emotion, difference of opinions with this. But like we always say, you might not agree or you may agree. But the one thing we're going to do, we're going to learn from each other. Which is interesting because we did bring up Dwayne Wade. You also know one of the biggest stories talk, coming out right now is that about Dwayne Wade's son, his 11-year-old son that recently came out as gay. 
I saw him, the gay pride for it. I saw gay pride him, in Miami. You know when they had the last uh, his last game, mm-hmm. his son was in a a pick posing in a position that mm-hmm. I felt. I thought that was a girl. Was highly inappropriate. I yeah, I literally thought that they had another daughter. I thought that was I a daughter. I thought about. I I I bullshit you not the way he posed, the way they look. I, but for a second, we, I thought it was a girl. Let's tread lightly. Okay. That is a child. That is a child. Okay, so we're not going to go in like that. So we we're not gonna right. we, children are children. Yes, we can talk children. about it in, in whole, but not gonna talk about nobody's child. Okay. So um Dealing with these gays, man, this shit crazy. Damn, man. you just say it like that, huh? <laughs> dealing with these gays. Now, let's really get into the topic, man. Let's let's talk about it. All right, that, go man. ahead. Go ahead now. So, the topic of the day is called what is basically what is the gay agenda? Yes. Is the gay is there a gay agenda? So, if you understand what a gay agenda is, let's first break down what technically is an agenda. An agenda is a movement or a motivational a motivational trajectory that allows a certain level of benefit to exist for this one party. Right, right, right. right. So that's considered promoting an agenda. Mm-hmm. So, in essence, you might see it on the news. You might see it in your entertainment. You might hear it in your music. We've gotten to a society where now more so sexuality is now being more openly expressed than it ever has been before. So far much that, that the topic of same sex is now existing. So, of course, you're going to see there's a lot of people out there who don't favor that type of behavior. Mm-hmm. And it sparked a different amount of arguments, whether or not the origin of homosexuality came from, whether or not you can be born with this, whether or not you can be inherited with this. Whether or not, it's just, just like there's a lot of things going around trying to normalize it. So, Mr. Bridges... Mm-hmm. What do you feel about this gay agenda? Like, what is it to you? I feel that anything that the media puts out and pushes as if it is positive Mm -hmm. is always negative. And how would I say that? Why would I say that? How do I have the merit to say that? Because I make money off the media being a journalist so basically i feel that if we're just talking about some people having homosexual acts some people having a homosexual lifestyle in a in in a vacuum nothing is wrong with that you are who you are but when we're talking about is there an agenda hell yeah there is an agenda because what has happened is the media is trying to make anything and everything normal i mean it's coming to the point where I don't really feel a heterosexual relationship is even shown as much as a gay relationship on TV. Because I think there's a level of trying to normalize it as much as possible, like you say. And I say that all the time. If you do anything in repetition, you can make anything seem normal. And there has to be something to said when you see a lot of people trying to push someone's point of view on another group of people that don't have that similar point of view. Mm. So, is there a gay agenda? Hell yeah, it's a gay agenda out there. And you know how I feel about it. If you're not building family, then I am against it. I don't give a damn what it is. And what I really feel is, I feel that the gay agenda really cuts into black community family building. Well, people are going to contest that, and I think they're going to say that, why? how is that stopping family building where you know 
You can always get artificial simulation, adoption. Okay, we gonna so. we, we gonna discuss what you just said. You said a simulation, my nigga. <laughs> you know what? You know what I meant. Artificial Sim- simulation. Simulation. All right. Simulation. Simulation. Uh-huh. Simulation. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Simulation. All right? all right. You know what I said. All right. Sorry, my vocabulary gets mixed up sometimes. Mm. Artificial simulation. And. I just don't know how to pronounce this okay. word. Okay, that's his word for the life of me. And adoption. That's okay. <laughs> one of the struggles of my life. I don't know how to pronounce words. So basically, you can uh, do certain things to kind of have a child, and you know, while still being in the same sex relationship. Mm-hmm. Has been a normal. They're, they're trying to also normalize that in a way. Um, so. The contention is that why can't that be an acceptable thing in a black household? Specifically, since we're dealing with black people, why can't that be in the black household acceptable? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Just personal opinion. Do you feel that a gay relationship will make a healthy household? And when I say healthy household, I mean that you produce healthy children, you have a healthy outcome, and you give those children a template to create more healthy families. Do you feel that a gay family, a gay lifestyle will incorporate. That would depend on what your definition of healthy is. Oh, see, and you know what this means? What? This means that you can make anything normal. What? Like somebody can go on a Dorito diet. What? And because they don't gain weight, they'll say that's healthy Dorito for them. Dorito diet? A Dorito diet. There's Dorito diet. And because you have somebody, look at you. And because you have somebody that don't gain weight, they say that's healthy. Right. We have normalized everything in a society where we don't even know what the, like the medium, the baseline mm-hmm. is anymore. We don't know what's healthy. We don't know what's not healthy. Right. And it got to be something that's wrong when, speaking of gay agendas, I said this last time. I kind of touched on this. Yeah. UC Berkeley has a study where atrazine, this pesticide that they put in basically all of our food. If you eat any type of agriculture, any type of fruit, any type of vegetables, grains, corns, anything like that, then you probably ate a lot of atrazine in your life. Well, UC did a study to show that this atrazine was turning animals from male to female. And not only that, it was turning their sexual orientation you know what they found they found that the girls was trying to have sex with the men like men and the men was trying to take it like women so you don't think that a little bit of that is bleeding into our society man it's the same time you reference that i need because it's real i need you to post that on on the page i need to see this look anybody know what i'm talking about man just send a link right now okay send tag, it on, link. tag it on this on this thread on this live stream too please and I'll pull it up myself too and post it on there, please. Right. So. It's serious though. So there's an agenda popping off. It's agenda. It's okay. Agenda so I will say this, and I'm gonna give you just the basically the rough, my rough opinion on the gay agenda. Now, my opinion is this: I honestly, whatever you do behind closed doors is none of my business. Mm-hmm. I couldn't give two shits. If you want, if you're a woman and you only like women, fine. If you're a man and you only like men, that's fine. As long as you're a decent human being and you're not interfering with anybody else's livelihoods, I think you have all the power in the world to do whatever it is your heart desires. Right. However, Mm -hmm. that is the difference between living your life and having your life give you preferential treatment over others. And that's where the bullshit happens. And that's, I have to admit, where that happens. Because a lot of things about homosexuality has been portrayed to me in the media. It's almost like you kind of have to give them 
preferential treatment. Right. When it comes to like exceptionary above being above reproach almost. Like they're more victimized than any other, you know, culture in the world. Like a lot of people say, you know, being I remember a comment that uh they said a while back that sometimes being gay is considered to be black. And I cringed hard at that comment. Let me just say this real quick. Uh-huh. It, it, it's kind of true, and I'm gonna tell you why. Do you know there's been more gay legislation that has been passed than there has been civil rights for African-American legislation passed in the last 10 years than it has been for the last 100 years? Do you know that? So they've got marriages, they've got community centers, they've got land allotments so they can build community centers for their own. They've gotten uh, youth organizations passed. They have gotten all types of special treatment. And if you check your house bills, you'll see exactly what they're doing. But black people can't damn near get their civil rights. Civil. So I'm just being civil towards the nigga. Right. And, I'm, and that's the thing is... I don't Hello. like that. And the same thing is, is that <laughs> social media, and what I've noticed on social media is that it's definitely been forcing that narrative more than anything else in the world. And I don't get that because I understand that they say, well, there's such a minority of gay people in this world. I, that's going to tell you two things. Either one, it's not as normal as you think it is then. Mm. That's one. Or two, that you can't clarify they deserve preferential treatment because it's not enough of them. I got a question. What's up? I got a real question, man. It's going to ruffle some feathers. Do you think that this gay agenda or just homosexuality in general, do you feel it's been weaponized? I can't say on my end, no, because I don't think it affects me as much as it would affect a family that's more perceptive to that. Okay. Because... Like I said before, it, the situations of being gay doesn't really bother me. I don't really, I honestly don't care. I don't use your sexuality as a reason for me to judge you. I don't right. care. I've grown up a long time ago, like, I think it's kind of pointless. I think it's kind of a waste of time and energy. Like, right. this person's not directly affecting my lifestyle. It's not stopping me from talking to a woman that right. I, right. I want to talk to. So why do I care? Right. Right. But the issue is, I understand, also understand the idea that there might be too much of a narrative being thrown down there. Like, we had the conversation about Billy Porter. Yes. We had the conversation about Billy Porter about how it was because of the propaganda is that this is considered adjusting or, um, what's I say, redefining masculinity. Right. And that could be considered something, like I said, to, y'all, to a lot of people out there been weaponizing homosexuality in a way because why are we challenging masculinity to something that has never been... Mm. Why would you do? Why would you need to do so? Because why? Why would you? Why would? Why is that a necessity to have that type of argument? Why can't Billy Porter, a person like Billy Porter, just be like, if he's gay, he's gay? But we know for a fact. I ask this question all the time. If you would, it's okay for a person, for a woman to look at Billy Porter and say, I'm happy for him. He's happy being the way he is. You support a man. Like Billy Porter. But would you support your man dressing like Billy Porter? And what happens right there, Mm -hmm. because this is always happening, Mm -hmm. once 
you take away the cognitive dissonance mm -hmm. and say, would you support someone like your man being somebody like Billy Porter? Mm -hmm. Now you say, well, no, I wouldn't do it per se, mm -hmm. but I will respect anybody else that do it. Now, even though that sounds good, here's the kicker to that whole thing. Do you feel that homosexuality, if it's shown to somebody over a period of time, repetitiously, can be a learned skill? Growing up, yeah. Okay, so I personally feel that if you show it to a forming child, homosexual activity, and it could be the smallest thing, like the way that men and women interact on an intimate level, hugging each other, kisses on the cheek, but just showing, redefining what love is between, instead of a man and a woman, a man and a man, mm -hmm. or a woman and a woman, and you letting a kid that is very impressionable see all these images before he even see what's the normal image of a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. And then you say, I'm okay with Billy Porter. I'm just going to keep it real. Mm -hmm. If I was watching the Oscars, right, mm -hmm. and I had my four-year-old son with me, and he saw Billy Porter, I would, I would, be, I would be scared for him not to say something. Because one thing happens with the mind is when you don't say things, things subconsciously seep, uh, seep inside the psyche. Yeah. And when they seep inside the psyche, before you even know it, you subconsciously feel that that's your norm. So I know it's millions of millions and millions of kids that are watching the Grammys and watching the Oscars and watching BET with their families mm -hmm. and see these homosexual activities, see the gay agenda in real life being uh, executed. And... If you don't want your child to be that way, and you know that TV, seeing this over and over again can cause this, then why don't you have some type of objection about the fact that so much gay activity that mm. is on TV? Because I personally wouldn't want the repetition of all this gay stuff being seen by my growing child. Does that make me a bad person? Probably by the definition of the gay agenda it would, because it means that I don't like them. But... I don't force my heterosexualness on you. I don't make you sit yeah, down well. and watch me tongue kiss my girl. Yeah. So why do I have to sit there and be in a situation that I feel is uncomfortable and then put the mind of my children in the mix because y'all doing some type of gay act on a Cheerio commercial because it's gotten that normal. I think the idea I think right now for that existence is the fact that they're trying to, I guess, show people growing up that there are more options to explore their sexuality other than just man and woman. There's not. There's not. I there's just one option. <laughs> it's one option. I think I'm, just, I'm just explaining what that could be. Do right. I? Whether we agree or disagree. I don't, like I said, I can't go along with it because if I have a child, I'm more likely to try to raise them to be straight. Right. And so, let me ask you another question. So, Do you feel that them seeing it on TV as you're raising them to be straight, do you feel that that could affect them? It could. Not would, not, it but could, could because children naturally are more impressionable and they tend to pick up traits that they learn from Inquisitive things. Inquisitive. Yeah, they, they tend to pick up more things where they're from things they idolize or remember or catch their attention. So yeah, it's very much so. Adults, we probably won't fall for that shit too much because we already know better. We've already matured enough. I don't even know if that's true because a lot of people, you know, I, I know people that still had an argument that music don't affect them. And the study of music specifically says that music resonates on frequencies that affect your mood. So I don't even think that... I, because we got a lot of... Oh, so we just throwing subliminal shots at yeah. each other now, huh? Yeah. Oh, we throwing subliminal shots now, huh? Hey, man, look. 
All oh, really? I know is a hit dog holler. Hey, I ain't all dog. <laughs> I stand by what the fuck I said. I don't understand what you said. But the point is, as kids, yes, there's a chance that they can be very impressionable about these things. And you have to be very wise about the type of attention that their children are, are drawing to. Because the thing is, is that if this is something you're okay with, I'm a strong believer of you get what you paid for in life. Okay? When you take the good with the bad, I'm all about equal opportunity. I'm all about equality. I'm all about trying to level the playing field in some extent. I'm all about, it's kind of like this. If you're gay and you're going to end up having some type of homosexual lifestyle, you need to take all, you need to embrace that then. Mm-hmm. Which means you need to embrace the good and the bad that goes along with it. You embrace the good that you can explore your se- be free to explore your sexuality without anything else bothering you out, holding you back. But you got to be ready to face the fact that you're going to probably be judged. You're going to probably be looked at differently. It's an unfortunate world we live in, but that's the way it is. It's nothing much more you can do to change that part. You kind of have to accept the reality that you're going to probably catch hell. Because mm-hmm. look at us, we're black. We catch hell all the time. Trust me, we do. Far greater than y'all do. <laughs> and that's another thing that bothers me about it, because I don't like this idea that how we're being gay is almost as bad as being... Is, is getting more pressure being downtrodden in the world more than being black which I think is a bunch of bullshit right because I always look at it like this if you get pulled over by a cop I'm pretty sure the last thing they're pulling you over for is whether or not you're gay or not I have not met I don't meet I don't meet a lot of people or hear a lot of stories about people getting pulled or a cop beating the shot of, of a suspect or an innocent civilian for being gay. Mm-hmm. But I've heard plenty of them about being asked to kick being black. So I'm sorry. But the narrative that that alone. Now you wanna go do your history, you wanna go back and research it, by all means. You wanna go out there and look more into uh the Black Lives Matter movement, which was ran by three women of the LGBTQ community. Go right ahead. Actually, it was the figurehead of three women from LGP, but it was ran by two Australian men. Hmm. I'm sorry. You want to say, okay. He said that, but if you want to do all your history research on that, please, by all means, go ahead. If there's something that you feel like we're wrong about, approach us about it. We have no problem. But you've got to be able to understand with an open mind, you're either going to accept it or reject it. It's up to you. I got a question, man. So let's let's talk about how this actually affects us on a personal level. Do you feel that the gay agenda affects black men? Actually, I think it affects black men because it puts another narrative above them. Speak on. I think it puts the narrative that another form of preferential treatment gets looked, another form of a culture gets looked at. While black men are getting overlooked, in my personal opinion, we already catch a bad reputation from our own women. So it seems kind of like when the gay community decides they want to attract more of an emotional side to a black woman, a black woman will gear towards the homosexual community. You can see that with the Jesse Smollett case. You can see you that. see how divided black women and black men were. In fact, we as black men said, you know, Jesse Smollett should be penalized for what he did. 
But unfortunately, and it was funny about this, the LGBTQ community didn't even back Justice Smollett up. Mm. And they usually back up anybody, no matter what it is for their sexuality. Well, you got to be white first. And that's why it, it gets it gets a little complicated with African-Americans because you don't realize that your skin tone and what you like to do with other people that's your same sex ain't the same. Even in the LGBT, LGB, LGB, LGBTQ, TQ, mm-hmm. and it's about to be P. And y'all know what the P is standing Whoa, for now. Oh, I ain't going. Hey, I ain't going that far. Okay, so <laughs> I ain't going we, that. We gonna leave it alone. I ain't leave that alone. I, I, I will it. not touch that. I, I didn't say it. Okay. But the LGBTQ community is a very. There's a lot of racial biases inside of that community. It's a lot of African Americans are can be considered low level of the transgender, bisexual, or queer type of thing going on. One of the key examples is this uh, dude named Ed Burke. You remember him? Now, do you remember the fact that he was taking these black men inside of his house, drugging them, having sex with them, and they were coming up missing, then found dead? And I believe that he's still living inside of his house. Yeah. I, do you do do you wasn't understand? He, wasn't he a political when he was running the office? What he was doing was he was a big beneficiary. No, he was get, he was a benefactor. Bene, ben, I'm, I got your disease now. Nah, but, he was what? he was he was giving a lot of the Democrats a lot of money in order to fund their campaigns. So he gives money out. I don't know why this word is slipping, but um, he is a part of that political movement. But you also see that because he's a part of the political movement, the LGBTQ community has hushed up what he's doing. But when it comes to actually putting someone's business on Front Street or not coming for their defense, a la Jesse Smollett, you see that even though he is gay and saying he's the gay Tupac, when it all falls down, he has to go back to the fact that he's black. Because that was the only people that was actually defending him when it came to this bullshit he just pulled. Yeah. So... You don't put your color before your, uh, what would you call it, uh, preference. preference. But all other races do. So I think that's, believe, where you get the game fucked up at. Okay? I think that's more so also a generational thing that's been going on. Because we've been, it almost seems like men, black men and black women, <clears throat> have been at odds for a good portion of our adult lives Most now. definitely, most definitely. Because I think now it's kind of like, it's been more easier for a, a political movement like that to kind of, who will gear more towards more to emotional of a black woman that they will decide they will do something like this. Most definitely. So it's kind of like, it's been an unfortunate thing because now it's caused more of a divisive action. Most, most definitely. It's almost like now we can't say that we can't hold people accountability even based on their own sexuality. Mm-hmm. And that's really not the case it's not it should never be like that i had a woman i think it was a woman young lady who went had an argument on a thread telling someone black that you know gay people should be never be above never be approached like in such a way above approach and i'm like no that's not the case no one's above approach no matter even if you did some shit i think andrew kunanen went on a fucking murder spree he was gay Mm -hmm. so i mean come on now you know something that i got that, that thing about above reproach with the uh, gay agenda really bothers me in a couple of ways. Uh, number one, it makes us forget the fact, and I believe that a lot of people have seen this in their life. They're just scared to talk about it because it's considered taboo or they don't want to seem like a bad person. But one of the things that I do see, I observe, is the fact that gay people 
gay men, gay women can use, especially gay men, use their preference as a weapon mm -hmm. for extortion, for almost even to trick, even to demean someone else. Because let's keep it real. One of the worst things that you can call a black man, or a man in general, but because we black, we talk about black people, is a bitch and gay. Yeah. If you even hint that a black man that is a straight black man has some type of homosexual tendency, that will sully not only his professional career, his personal life, and even the way that he moves about his everyday life. Right. So I have seen, whether it be social media or whether I've just seen it around where that homosexual lifestyle can be used as a weapon, even if nothing has actually happened or that person is not even gay. I've seen that. Right. So I do have a, a, a problem with the fact of anybody weaponizing who they are against other people. Mm -hmm. Just think about Chingy, Sydney Starr. And if you live in Chicago, you know Sydney Star is. If yeah. you went to Bogan, shout out to my Bogan people, but yeah. if you went to Bogan, you know Sydney Star was because yeah. she went to Bogan. You knew who he was. Yeah, her he we gonna be pro pro uh pronoun friendly here. Yeah. But you know who she was okay. when she went to Bogan. And on many occasions she's used her sexuality as a weapon against other men. Yes. I you see a lot of times that uh maybe someone that is transsexual may be on the more feminine side that use their femininity against someone for extortion. Uh, I've seen many times the White Howard might be going against that. But it, it just happens all the time like that, man. Yeah. And that's an unfortunate thing because we need to understand that there's nothing wrong with what being... I would say this, just stop pretending like there's something wrong with being straight. That's what it feels like to me right now. You, you this is supposed to be straight now? Apparently. I got to go to Brazil. Yeah, I'm going to Brazil too. Well, I believe we're going to have to wrap this up real quick. We'd like to thank everybody for joining us. Thank you for being with us and spending our time. We will catch y'all next week. Boy, we're going to have something to talk about next week because we always do. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, I'm Stephen City P. Watson. This is Dante Chase Bridges. See y'all next week. Peace. You I can't ever, believe I just did that. What I, I cannot believe I just did that. I'm sorry.